0: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com.
1: Welcome to Auto Line Daily. Later on in the show, you'll see the 40-inch wheels of Jim Hall's American Underslung from a mile away. And of course, you know that means we're going to have another well-rounded edition of the design handbook later in the show. But first, let's get to the news. And we start out today with a string of earnings reports. Ford is running strong financially, but not as strong as it was a year ago. The company sold 1.5 million vehicles in the last three months, up nearly 16% over a year ago and its revenues jumped 12% to $36 billion. But here's a shocker. The company's net profit fell 22%. That's because Ford took a one-time charge of nearly half a billion dollars to cover restructuring costs in Europe and for lump sum payments to pay for early retirement of some employees in the United States. But the company did post record pre-tax earnings. Even so, Ford's earnings in its North American profit machine fell flat as the company put more money into investments for products and facilities. Meanwhile, the numbers game looks a lot better at Daimler. It sold 594,000 cars, trucks, and buses in the last three months, which is a 13% gain over a year ago. That pushed revenue up to $40 billion, a 5% gain. But think about that a minute. Even though Ford sold a million more vehicles than Daimler, the German automaker brought in more cash. That shows the value of having a luxury brand and why Ford really needs to get Lincoln back on track. Daimler saw its net profit shoot up a jaw-dropping 53%, hitting $2.5 billion. Hyundai also posted its third-quarter earnings, but the company does not publish a lot of financial details. We know that it sold 1.1 million vehicles and that its revenue came to nearly $20 billion, up 6% from a year ago, and its net profit came in at just over $2 billion, up 4% from last year. Speaking of Hyundai, it just released a couple of renderings of the new Genesis that's set to debut next year. The company didn't release much info about the car other than to say it's better than the outgoing model, 2015 model carries over some styling cues from Hyundai's HCD14 concept car that was unveiled at this year's Detroit Auto Show. Above the belt line, both cars are pretty similar, but the front end for the new Genesis is not quite as bold as it was on the concept. I'm sure we've all heard the saying that we learn from our mistakes. Well, the founder of Scully Motorcycle Helmets falls into that category. After getting into an accident while trying to read a street sign, Marcus Weller came up with the idea for what he's calling the P1. It is a DOT-certified motorcycle helmet that has a navigation system, 180-degree rear-view camera, and Bluetooth capability with voice control. The P1 uses a head-up display to project the info on the bottom right corner of the visor out of the rider's primary field of vision. If you think the P1 may be up your alley, then head on over to the website to sign up to become an approved beta tester before its official debut next year. Yesterday in the AutoLine garage, Sean McElroy showed us that big wheels can cause big headaches for customers. And coming up next, AutoLine's know-it-all-in-chief, Jim Hall, weighs in on the issue, so don't roll out just yet. Dow
0: Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate Structural Adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com
1: As we've said before, more and more cars these days are coming equipped with bigger wheels than ever before. And that can be an expensive proposition. But if we're just talking looks, you can't beat a car with whopping big rims. Just look at any teaser sketch released before an auto show. Now that's the car the designer wishes he really could build. Big wheels are one of the secrets of proportion in the design handbook. It isn't
0: often when a design
1: element impacts
0: an owner's operating expense, but big wheels do just that. Now, when I say big wheels, you may be thinking something like this, maybe. Big wheels are a Listen to them turn. The big wheel sound of power with speed enough to burn. But the big wheels I'm talking about are large diameter rims and the tires they wear. Now once the exclusive purview of supercars, it's not unusual to see 19 and even 20 inch rims on regular family cars today. This isn't to say that jumbo diameter wheels are something new. Designers have been interested in visually supersized wheels for decades. There's a strong argument that the wide white wall tires that were everywhere in the 50s were an attempt on the designer's part to minimize the black of the tire and visually amplify the size of the car's wheels. Even back then, designers wanted big, graphic wheels. Performance cars have always been wheel oriented, and this is where the larger diameter wheels shod with lower profile tires started to appear, and for two reasons. The first was the ability to package larger diameter brake rotors in the wheels for better braking. The second was to increase tire grip by minimizing the height of the tire sidewall and making the contact patch bigger. The relationship of width to sidewall height is referred to as the tire's aspect ratio. As the aspect ratio drops from say 70 to 60 to 50 and now 25, the molds needed to build a tire become more complicated. A 78 or 70 series tire can be made with a one piece mold, but lower profile tires require multi-part articulated molds to build the tire. This adds further cost to any given tire. The move to large diameter wheels, even on compact sedans and hatchbacks over the last few years, is the result of designers always wanting to fit strong graphic wheels to a car, along with vehicle architecture changes that have resulted from the global pedestrian protection requirements. These regulations have seen hood lines and cowl heights rise along with the rest of the car after the A-pillar. The best example of the effect of Ped Pro on a car is BMW 7 Series. The optional 18-inch wheels on this 2000 E38 7 Series look well-sized for the car and almost big. On the latest iteration of the big sedan, the base 18-inch wheels look almost petite by comparison. With cars proportioned like this, you can't get by with 205 14s anymore. Jumbo diameter wheels are here, and they don't come cheap. After all, what's the price of style? It looks to be about $190 a tire. For Auto Line Design Handbook, I'm Jim Hall.
1: Now, if you've got ideas for the design handbook, or if you just want to reminisce about your favorite plastic tricycle, you know where to go. Viewer mail at autoline.tv. And then don't forget to join us for Autoline After Hours tonight. Our guest is Mike Sweers, the chief engineer on the Toyota Tundra and Tacoma, and he'll be bringing the brand new Tundra into the studio with him tonight. So if you've got any questions as to what Toyota's doing with its pickup trucks, tonight is the night to ask them. Join me and the auto extremist, Peter DeLorenzo, for the best insider information in the business starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time tonight, and of course, it'll be posted later for your convenience at Autoline.tv. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching.